Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, November 16th, 2020. Donald Trump's continued refusal to concede the election and move ahead formally with the transition is creating more and more concern. We'll discuss that today. Plus, Joe Biden's plan to take on the economy that has been crippled by the pandemic. And finally, former President Obama not holding back on his book tour. We are 65 days away from Joe Biden's inauguration as the 46th president of the United States of America. And yet, he can't actually start planning for that job in earnest in the way that all of his predecessors uh, were able to do, which is to engage with the current administration and have his team engage with people at each agency to have a smooth transfer of power from one administration to the next. The reason Joe Biden and his team are not able to do that is because the sitting president of the United States, Donald Trump, refuses to allow his administration to begin that formal process, to make the declaration that indeed Joe Biden won the election. No, the sitting president of the United States is still tweeting today that he won the election, which he didn't. And you heard a Joe Biden last week who was trying to put forth a calming presence and trying to turn down the temperature on this. But that is a week ago, folks. We are in a whole new world now. Biden's incoming chief of staff, Ron Klain, was on Meet the Press this weekend where he was making clear he's not joining his boss at the moment in this notion that, oh, everything could proceed as normal even without this process. No, Ron Klain is saying the Trump administration has to move forward with this process known as ascertainment from the General Services Administration to actually allow the formal transition process to begin. But the Trump appointee who has to complete that task is not going to do that when... Her boss, the president, is still acting like the election has not been decided. This is becoming a problem, and you're hearing it from every corner now. It is not just uh, liberals with their hair on fire that Trump won't acknowledge the election results. You are hearing it from across the spectrum in the United States government, whether on COVID from Dr. Fauci and others, or on the economy, or on national security matters, you are hearing from people who say there is a real need for a smooth transition to take place, and that's not happening. The president's also hearing it from some members of his own party, like Governor Larry Hogan of Maryland today. The time has come. I mean, more and more people, very close supporters and friends of the president are all giving him that advice. So He's look, just not listening. Even the president's national security advisor, Robert O'Brien, was out today acknowledging that, as he said, things certainly look that way now when referring to that Joe Biden is going to become the next president of the United States. And he pointed out the need for a new administration to have some time to wrap their heads around the current sort of hotspots around the world before they actually start their jobs on January 20th. If the Biden-Harris uh, uh, ticket is determined to be the winner, and, and it's, you know, obviously things look that way now, uh, we'll have a very professional transition from the National Security Council. There's no question about it. It's clear that Joe Biden's pursuing a political strategy where he's trying not to create chaos here. He's really uh, trying to do what he promised the entire campaign he would do. 
restore the soul of the nation, uh, not uh, governed by tweet, uh, that whole notion of sort of a return to normalcy. That's sort of his intrinsic desire. But the reality is, 65 days away, two weeks after election day, 11 days or so after the election was actually uh, projected for Joe Biden, and there are fundamental things that cannot take place. And we are in the midst of a raging pandemic. And just today, we have this fantastic news from Moderna joining Pfizer now with what is apparently a really successful, really effective vaccine that is getting ready for FDA approval, uh, at least for emergency use, and for mass distribution first to those first responders and the vulnerable populations and then to the population at large. Well, how the heck is a Biden administration going to start planning for what is going to be their most important task at the outset of getting these vaccines distributed to the American public if indeed there's no formal cooperation with the Trump administration. That is just an unbelievably irresponsible position that the current president and his team are taking. And I think what you're seeing as we enter now yet another week with no movement on this front, some concern from even Joe Biden himself that something needs to give here. More people may die if we don't coordinate. If we have to wait until January 20th to start that planning, it puts us behind. Now, here's what else matters today. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's main event today on the calendar was this briefing they got on the economy. Now, in addition to what we're hearing about the vaccine and the actual management of the virus, the slowing of the spread, this new surge in cases and hospitalizations, they do have real work to do on the economic front as well. Millions of people still out of work from the damage caused by this virus to the American economy. And in the immediate term, even before they take office, there is this continued question about what Congress and this administration are going to get done for immediate stimulus for the economy. Can anything get out the door before January 20th to help the American people in need? Joe Biden made his point of view known quite clearly today. What I would do, I would pass the HEROES Act. It has all the money and capacity to take care of each of those things. Now, now, not tomorrow, now. And finally today, former President Barack Obama continues his book tour, his interviews. He's going to be everywhere you turn. NPR today, The Atlantic magazine. He had that 60 Minutes interview uh, last night and CBS Sunday morning as well with more to come. And he's obviously weighing in on this moment in time. And it is clear when you listen to Obama out on this book tour that he has given a lot of thought to the state of our society, the state of our politics, the dangerous state of media echo chambers that don't have an agreed-upon set of facts to actually disseminate uh, to the American people. Uh, this is the stuff that has been rolling around in Barack Obama's head, uh, I'm sure, while he was in office, but certainly you know from all the reporting that exists, this has been a focus of his since he's left office. And he comes to the conclusion that the democracy we have here is a fragile one, uh, needs to constantly be tended to, and he clearly has some concern with Donald Trump and his administration, especially in this post-election moment, that that's 
not happening. And so he added his voice to try to encourage Trump to get to the right place. My advice to President Trump uh, is if you want at this late stage in the game to be remembered as somebody who put country first, uh, it's time for you to do the same thing. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. We'd also like to remind you that tomorrow you can join CNN's Dana Bash, Abby Phillip, John King, and myself for a conversation about the results of the 2020 election and what they mean for the road ahead. Register for Citizen by CNN. What's next, America? At CNN.com slash Citizen 2020.